Hi, everybody. Welcome to the UEA Nursing Podcast. My name is Jared Gage. I'm one of the lecturers on the Children and Young People's Nursing course. And today we have Darcy with us. So welcome, Darcy. Hello. Hi. Could you give us a brief introduction? Who are you? Uh, so I am Darcy. I am, as of October, going into my third year of adult nursing here at UEA. Fantastic. So just right at the end of year two, done year just two. Just finished last week. And luckily I've passed all my placements from past all of my essays and exams. So I'm done Excellent. until my PDP placement. Yeah. And by this time next year, you'll be a registered nurse and all done. Yes. Exciting. Hopefully a registered community nurse. Going to manifest that. Okay, cool. <laughs> Going to go out to community as you start. I hope so. Brilliant. So what we've asked you to come and talk to us about is not particularly nursey, but a little bit maybe. It's settling into uni. Yep. So we have people who come onto this program. You know, we've got a couple of hundred people on uh, a nursing degree who start each year. Some of them have moved from other areas. Some of them are local. Some of them live on campus. Some of them don't. And one of the biggest challenges, as well as getting to grips with nursing, is fitting into uni. And there's a lot of things that are stressful, a lot of things that worry people, and a lot of things that are really exciting and people enjoy. So we want to find out about them from you. Yeah. So I wonder if we could start by just tell us about your start at uni. Like, where did you live? What did you do? So I, I did it a little bit weird, in my opinion. I didn't do it the same way as many other people did so I started uni when I was 20 okay. instead of 18 so I didn't do it straight out of school I spent the pandemic working in a care home I did a year working in a holiday park okay <laughs> because I did random things and then when I worked in the care home um one of the nurses I was working with basically not peer pressured but she said that I'd be good at nursing so she yep. made me apply and then my partner at the time um, I was living with, I didn't want to leave him, so I couldn't stay on campus because you can't stay mm -hmm. with um, anyone that you're with on campus because they're single rooms. Yeah. You also can't have non-students living on campus. So I looked into um, non-campus student housing, which is an option throughout the city. There's a few um, that we share. You can stay if you're a student at the City College, NUA, UEA, they're open to any students. They are more expensive. Oh, they okay. are quite a, <laughs> a bit more expensive, but you pay for the room that you get. You get more space. You get more amenities. I had a gym in my accommodation. Oh. I had 24-hour security and staff, vending machines, events, like socializing events. Not many people went to them, but they were there on offer. Um, there was a laundrette on site. There was a lot of things that, like, there were pros to it. Mm. The only downsize is, like, the transport into campus from the city isn't always reliable. Um, the buses, sometimes I'd be an hour late to uni and I'd miss crucial lectures that I wanted to go to because the transport wasn't great. Okay. Obviously, if you stayed on campus, you're a walk away. It's a lot easier. And if you commute, the park and ride is very reliable. So it's a lot easier to get in that way. Um, so, yeah, I stayed in the city and then came into my... Um, came into all my lectures and so I did all my first year not really getting to know anyone okay. here um, because a lot of people obviously they make their friends from their flatmates so I was really thankful then when nursing did during the welcome week did some socializing events we did a scavenger hunt where I met some of my friends um, 
one uh, one of my friends is a mental health nurse. He's still a very dear friend of mine. He's one of the reps. He's also very like present in our nursing community. So it was really good to like know him because then I got to know more people and we sort of grew a whole friendship group that I still spend. I mean, I live with two or three of them. I spend all my time with them. So it was a lot like really nice. And I, when I joined, I went to Welcome Week and I took full liberation of that. I Mm -hmm. went to every event that was open to me. I went to every event telling me even things that I didn't think would be relevant. Like one of them was like budget managing. Um, I, there was loads of things that I went to all of them. <laughs> Made the most of all the opportunities. Why not? Yeah. So, so you went to so the the odd option of living off campus. The expectation is everyone lives on campus, but yeah. that's not actually the case. You don't have to. And, and the other thing is also, as well as living in private accommodation off campus, an awful lot of people live locally with parents or family homes and travel in from there. Yeah. And so you said that that was a little bit of an issue in getting to know people. Yeah, especially because most of the people I lived with were uh, post-grads. Okay. So I had my own studio apartment in this accommodation, so I didn't live with anyone else. But the people who were in my block, the ones that I did end up making friends with, were post-graduates, NUA students, or I had a few history students, like different yeah. schools than I were. I were, I was mm. in. Um, so it made it a little bit difficult to sort of to explain that the nursing workload it's different isn't it (laughs) it's a lot more demanding than maybe someone from NUA has or maybe some not to say that any other course is not as hard as nursing it's hard in its own way but it's more the amount of time I'm away from what shift pressures the amount uh, of sessions you have to come in for it's it's a lot more than other people a lot a lot more and more directed learning whereas we're very much taught learning um so it's just yeah that was a hard situation to navigate which was why i was thankful for making friends on the on the course um but yeah it was really nice to actually meet people in my accommodation and the thing i find especially with uea is that people from around UEA we don't want to go further than UEA mm-hmm. so I'm from 45 minutes down the road I still moved in just because it was easier but there's no diff I could have stayed at home and commuted in just as easy and it would have probably been very nice but I just wanted to feel that uni like yeah. uni experience um which I get is why most people live on campus but yeah but we get a lot of people who are local as such, but still move into accommodation yep. or live on, and even if they don't do it in the first year, the second year, they then go and move out with with friends. Um, so that, yeah, we attract a lot of people in who are still local. I think that's just the way of it these days. And and so a lot of people might be watching this video during Welcome Week um, or even before Welcome Week. Welcome Week was useful then to you? Yes. Um, I did. So I met my like nursing friends through well some of them through the scavenger hunt on welcome week yeah i didn't really meet anyone in the main outer university situations but there were fun things to do so there's like i mean on my year i don't know if they'll do it every year but there was like a little carnival thing that they set up and there was free pizza and um there was a comedy show and a drag show and there was loads of fun activities to go to which even if i'm not socializing or making friends it was just a little bit of like a push to go outside yeah. and have fun. Go and do something different, yeah. go and experience it and make the most of it. Yeah, okay. And going on, so moving on past Welcome Week and you kind of getting 
settled in. What are there other things that you could be involved in or that you particularly get involved in in terms of clubs or societies or yes. other activities? So in my first year, I was in, I want to say, five different societies. <laughs> okay. Um, so I was a member and still a member of a dance society. I was a member of British Sign Language Society. Okay. I had a radio show on the UEA radio. I did some of the lectures that Students for Global Health put on because I wanted to learn more and expand my learning in a different way. Yeah. And um, I also went to um, a music-based society because I'm quite a creative person. I went to a lot of creative societies. Yeah. But then I also found that a lot of the societies we have also help you with your like university learning. So I wanted okay. to do a mix of the two. I did some that were more academic-based and then some that were more... Leisure based. Yeah. And so a lot of people will be thinking, how do you have time to do all that whilst you're doing your nursing course? I didn't. <laughs> so <laughs> um, I think I quite overstepped what my breadth of what I could okay. do was. By the end of first year, I was admittedly very burnt out. I did a lot more than I should have done. Um, some of them I could work around my schedule. Mm -hmm. um, but for example, when I did a radio show, I had to do it every at the same time every week, which doesn't work around shift patterns of placement. Yeah, Lectures can be, the timetable can be ever evolving. So it didn't really work for me. So I made the decision to step down from that. And I stepped down from going to the Students for Global Health lectures because I mainly I'd been to the ones that really like yeah. interested me. Um, and then the other three, uh, the other societies I was in worked around my schedule. Good. They weren't, they didn't have a, obligation to go that the other two did so once I managed to go I need to step back a little bit through second year I only went to two societies and yeah. it made it a lot easier but that's still enough to keep yourself I interested was I'm and very busy. busy all the time so yeah, and you tried the other ones out and saw what worked and what what didn't yes um and that's really important so a lot of people you know who, who start get so focused on the work side of things and of course we'll repeatedly tell them how important the work side of things is um you can't just focus on that the point of university is broader than just doing your degree i would like my number one bit of advice to anyone who goes to university is join at least one society or club yeah that interests you because you'll find people who have the same interests as you because people on your course may not they may be different people than you you might want the same career but you could be completely different people whereas if you know that you are like a passionate netball fan and netball player join the netball team yeah. because they're going to be the people who really care about what you care about. And then that's a friendship group that like the friends I've made in my society is their friends for life. Like I love them so yeah. much that I, I wouldn't change those experiences for anything. I guess that makes sense because there's an assumption that all the nursing students will all be best friends and that's it. But you wouldn't necessarily go and meet a random group of people and find out, Oh, they're all postmen. They're all they all get together because they're postmen. That, that yes. wouldn't work. So no. they, you get friends with people who you're friends with for different and reasons. The nursing course is so varied. We have students that are eighteen. We have students that are forty-five. Yeah. Like then, I mean, they may be friends, but they've different got completely different life yeah. experiences. And there's people that come from different areas of the country that have different. They're just with a very vast range of different people. So to say that we would all make friends is it's an ideal world but yeah. you're probably not going to make 
all of your friends. You will make friends on your course, but you won't make all your friends on your course. You yeah, need to yeah, you need a mixture. Branch out. Yeah. <laughs> also, it's nice to have friends outside of the course because you don't want to talk about nursing all day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I have found living in a house of nurses is I spend a lot of my days just talking about nursing. Yeah, a little bit of variety is probably quite <laughs> beneficial. Yeah. yeah. So, thinking more about start when you started the actual program, what were the challenges of starting on the? nursing studying so in looking at uh, actually on the academic things or the um my main problem is I had no experience of a stem sort of subject mm-hmm. so I did my a-levels in fashion photography and media studies okay so <laughs> to go into a nursing course where I'm having to write essays and do exams on more biology anatomy physiology I had no experience on how to write those bits of academia. Yeah. And I didn't have a clue on how to write notes on what was being said to me. I had the experience of the more placement side because I've worked in care my whole life in and out. But the actual writing of things and the taking in of the knowledge was a struggle for me. It really was. And I had to sit down with my friends from now and then and be like, what are you writing? Because I don't know what we're doing. And yeah. it was good to have the peer support and be like, what am I doing? And then I could talk to like different lecturers. I had an amazing seminar lead in first year and in second year. Both of them really helped me. And I could just go up to them at the end of every sen- seminar that I was struggling with an essay, struggling with a piece of work and being like, am I on the right track? Yeah, that's <laughs> really important. Good. And there's loads of support out there but it's only there if we know you need it or if you ask for it. And you get a mixture. I'd, I'd say you get students like you who come in and got some of the, the practical experience, but you don't go out to placement for six months. You know, you've got that core bit of theory. And you get other students who have no practical experience but are n- naturally or through their history have done a lot more academic work. And you have to work out how that all fits together and how it works for you. And learning how to study is actually a skill in itself. Yeah. Um, and we'll probably do another um, session on that where we've got some people coming in to talk about study skills and things like that that we can, we'll can record separately. I remember the first lecture that they said about referencing. I was like, what is referencing? I don't know what you're on about. Yeah. And then I found out there's different types. My, I was bamboozled. No clue what I was doing. Yeah, and that's it's so simple. And, and it, we can be at fault of talking about something that we know about and assuming that other people know, even if we're giving guidance on it, you know a basis about it, but not necessarily. Um, and I'm going to get the impression, you can correct me if I'm wrong, that you didn't sit quietly when you didn't know something and you did ask. Yeah, <laughs> I um, I make a joke uh, quite often in my seminars. If I get overexcited, which I often do because I'm neurodivergent and that's the sort of thing I do, I'm like, sorry, I'm being gobby again. I'll, I'll just sit here and then I'm, and then my like. Uh, like my seminar leads like no I need you to speak because if I don't if you're not getting it someone else is probably not getting it and seminars don't work unless someone's talking (laughs) so it's useful but I also found that if I didn't go and I tried to work things out on myself uh, like by myself which I've tried to do a lot more this year and I think it's been to my detriment okay I've spoken to my PA about it I've tried to work through things and been like oh no I've done this before I can do I should have just asked. I should have just asked because no one's going to tell me off for asking. They're going to be like, why didn't you ask? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's that, you know, no such thing as a stupid question and all that. But it's kind of true. Um, The people that ask questions are the people that get through the course. (laughs) And the people that sit quietly and really hope that they're going to work it out at some point are the ones that struggle. Um, So that's really important. And um, 
have you needed to go and have you used any of the other like learning enhancement team or resources online or anything like that to help? My favorite thing that UEA has is the fact that you can access the library database mm -hmm. from at home because you can just put in everything that you need. And that is the best thing that I've found because I didn't know that existed for ages until okay. I spoke to the librarian. He was like, you, you know, you can just search all these things. And I was like using Google and putting in vague topics. And he was like, just put in what you need and it will give you what you need. And I was like, that's amazing. Why is no one? And I was like, oh, people probably, probably have told me and I just didn't notice. Well, you get, um, you get a lot of information at the start. Yes. <laughs> like your first few weeks are... Heavy. Yeah. Um, and that is, so it's okay to say, I don't remember that, or I didn't, I missed that. If you're asking me, you know, we, well, we told you that in week one, we won't come back and do it that. We'll just tell you again. Because um, there's an awful lot to take in in those first few weeks, and we accept that you're going to forget stuff. Um, and the, the, the library staff have got, are really helpful. Like, actually, if you go in there and ask, they're, they're, they're sat I there ready in, and helping. I went in on Friday and I was asking for the most random thing. I was like, do you have a book on medical anthropology and i'm like ah, oh, yeah i know exactly where that is it's like why do you know exactly where that is but thank you i ha would have no clue where to start yeah so it's really good to have staff that are if you ask them the most niche questions they do know what they're on about it's yeah. very nice it's like a challenge they like it they like, they like trying like to help you and find things third out. floor let's go yeah absolutely um and looking back over your sort of settling in period over that i suppose that whole first year um is there anything you would have changed? Anything you wish you'd known sooner? Anything that you did that you went, oh, actually, I wish I hadn't done that, that, or I wish I did do that, that would help you settle in? I, hmm, let me, I wish that I... Just for anyone listening to the sound, there's a helicopter about 10 yards above our building right now, so if you... This <laughs> Pros of the Edith Cavell building right next to the hospital. There you go. Cons of the Edith Cavell building right next to the hospital. Um, I think that if I was to change anything about how, like, how I settled into first year, I think I would have spent more time on campus. Okay. Because I, but in like the greater aspects of campus, I, I mean, I don't drink, but I spent a lot of time in the bar just because it was where everyone was and I could socialise. But mm. I also then realised I didn't know where a lot of things were, yeah. which was very confusing. when you, you, Because in nursing, our lectures are all over the campus. It's not like we're set in one... We're not just set in this building. No. We're not just set in Queens. We do move around because we're huge and we need to fit places. Um, and I was like, where is this lecture? I don't know where I'm going. I wish I'd just spent more time to walk around. And yeah. also there's loads of walks around UEA that... I wish I did because it's quite nice to walk around. And also I hate hills and UEA is flat. So I should yeah. take the advantage of doing my exercise on a place that's less strenuous. <laughs> and one of the, I mean, that's one of the benefits of UEA is it's got a big campus. It's quite a nice place to walk around. you got... There's rabbits everywhere. Rabbits, and the I lake. have pet rabbits. I love rabbits. <laughs> so, well, yeah. So you need to walk around a bit more. And, exactly. oh, and actually... It's remarkable how few sometimes students you see walking around campus at certain certain areas. They're all condensed into one bit. It's everyone's um, going up and down Chancellor's Drive and no one's walked past Sainsbury Centre or the lake in ages. Yeah. Yeah, go, and sometimes just spending that time, you, you'll have gaps between lectures when you've got an hour and you're like, what shall I do? Go and explore in those first few weeks and have a wander and find stuff. Find all the cafes because yeah. <laughs> you go into Campus Kitchen and it is full and then you'll go down to cafe, I think it's called cafe 33 or something. Mm. It's in Thomas, no, Julian Study Centre. Oh, yeah. And it is really good. And it's usually got the shortest line. 
Yeah, and there's a bit of information. The secret cafe, but in the bio building next Bio-Med, to Queens, Sainsbury yeah. Centre, Bob Champion. There's cafes all over, but then the ones that are in the centre of campus get really full, and some of the others have better food. Ah, uh, okay. If you want to be healthy, if you want to be healthy, the salads and the like sandwiches, they're on the further side of campus. So you've got to, got to go and hunt out you've the good food. You've got to go hunt out the good food. There is also Ziggy's, which I think has some of yeah. this stuff. But I've, to be honest, I've never been in Ziggy's, so I don't know. Oh, there you go. But then you can still explore in your third year. I, yeah, I've been in once, but I went in for a brownie, so I probably shouldn't be <laughs> preaching where the healthy food is. But the only time I've been in, I was like, I just want a brownie. <laughs> we can promote brownies as well. That's all right. Um, so... We've kind of already talked about quite a lot. We've kind of talked about your, your living accommodation and the, the pros and cons of living off-site as you did, um, the knock-on effect of that for settling in. One of the things I was thinking about is, is there anything before you'd started that you wish you'd done? So often at interviews, and I'll say, have you got any questions? And some students might say to me, what can I do to prepare? And often I think about that in a very academic sense of the word. But actually, what do you, what would have helped you prepare beforehand? Would it have been academic work? Would there have been anything else? Would you you better off coming in with no prep at all? I th- this is like the most ridiculous thing. But I wish I got an iPad or, or a laptop earlier because I was working on the most beaten up, like tiny two hundred pound laptop, and I, my notes just froze all the time. I couldn't write down things, yeah. so I was not getting notes on things that I needed to remember for the future. Which was one thing that I wish I. I wish I just bought the iPad earlier because I knew I was going to at some point. I wish I got it earlier. Um, and the other thing I wish I did to prepare is I kind of wish that I spoke to lecturers more okay. in the beginning. I would sit, I mean, this is definitely not me now, but in the very beginning, I'd sit at the back of my seminars because I was nervous because I didn't have many friends mm-hmm. yet. I'm a quite big personality and I was scared people wouldn't like me. So I'd sit at the back. So I wasn't engaging enough. And now, I mean, most lecturers know me as I'm sitting in the front and I'm being loud now, which is more me and it makes me much more comfortable. And then I get to actually know what's going on because I talk to the lecturers more, whereas I spend the first three months not really knowing what's going on. And I wish that I just prepared by taking in the first two two weeks, but also maybe sending a few emails before I went being like, what sort of things do you want me to, Mm. what do you want me to look at if, because... I'll be honest, I didn't understand Blackboard. I was looking at it going, I know they've sent me work, they've told me what I need to do, but I don't know what this says. So I wish I'd just emailed someone and went, can you put this in like a bullet point? What do I need to do? Yeah, and from our point of view, if we're getting those emails or someone coming up to us, it's not going to be one person that needs that information. It's going to be loads of you, so that's really useful. And and you get out of this course what you put into it. Um, You do need to be quite controlled and do a lot of independent studying and working on direct stuff but you also need to engage in those sessions and if like you said earlier on you said if no one's talking in a seminar it doesn't work you, you do need that and some of people will be more nervous than others to talk but that interactive learning is where you kind of benefit i think most probably more so than the lecture theaters where you're sat listening to someone that talking in the seminars i think is really important and often students say they don't even start doing that until they're well into the second year or even the third year that they get the confidence to do it and then they suddenly fly. So that's a really good tip. I like yeah. that. Um, I think we've kind of ticked off everything on my list that I wanted to ask you about, what we wanted to, to, to chat about. And 
there'll be a loads of other things that students might want to find out about settling in or other things that might come up. Um, so we might touch on those in, in other sessions or come back and we might even get people to send in some questions and find out what they want to know. Is there anything else that you wanted to share with new students that you think might be useful or beneficial to them before we finish? Kind of. The only thing that I just feel so passionately and I really want to just tell people is explore Norwich. When you are here in the very beginning weeks and or like throughout your first year when you have slightly more time than you were doing second and third year, they're bu it's, bu it's busy, but mm. you have slightly yeah. more time. Norwich is beautiful. It's an amazing city and there is amazing things going on every week. There are shows that done by brilliant musicians, brilliant drag artists, cabaret stars, theatre shows. There's things to do in Norwich every week. Go outside and don't just don't just go to the club nights every week. They're boring. <laughs> just go and experience some culture and go around Norwich. It's amazing. I just I love Norwich. <laughs> so yeah, that's it's good. The best. If you're going to come here, have a look at the city. I think I heard that Norwich, UEA, or, and Norwich itself has the the highest number of people who come to university but then and don't stay. leave. Yeah. Um, Nor I think Norfolk has something like a 75% retention rate of people born here don't leave yeah um and when you when you really go around and you look about you look about norwich you can sort of see why there's beautiful architecture there's amazing shops norwich lanes both cathedrals mm. there's always things to do and it's just a fun place to live yeah absolutely and as much as it is hard work this course there is time to go and do those things and if you're exhausted and feeling like oh work's going on top of you going out and doing something like that is more beneficial than staying in your flat and feeling tired and exhausted. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, there's definitely time to explore. And take a barrel bike to a lecture one time instead <laughs> of the bus because the bus is not reliable and the barrel bikes are always there. Okay, that's, <laughs> that's good advice too. Advice. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, thank you very much for coming in to talk to us. Um, hopefully this has been useful for anyone that's watching. Um, if you have found it useful, please share it with other people, hit the like button, add in comments, um, and if you've still got questions, still got things that are worrying you about settling into uni, um, then comment on this video or contact me directly and we'll try and do something else to address those as well. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks.